Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Well, hello everybody, it's me, T.J. Miller, recording into my Olympus 328i recorder that I bought in 1990. Who gives a hoot? And I just, I don't know, I'm a little irate, you know, and that's a word that I don't use often, but when I do, I'm pissed. Okay? And I just, I don't know, I heard that Cash Levy is doing a podcast marathon of his popular Cashing In with T.J. Miller podcast and he hasn't invited me. How did I hear? A little bird told me. Who told that little bird? A smaller bird. Who told that bird? A larger bird. But not bigger than the first bird, but larger than the second bird. A medium-sized, small bird. Okay? So, I don't know if you guys approve of this, but I think that the 12 and a half should know that Cash and I... While still friends, we're not as good of friends. In fact, on the Zeter Beater friendship scale, I'd say right now we're at a 17. Yeah, I said it. I bred it, and now it's time to put it to bed. It. Okay? So what I'm going to do is I am actually going to bust in on this little podcast marathon and see who his buddies and friends and podcast guests Look how angry I am. I can't even squawk. God slam it. All right, I'm walking in on him. I'm going to bust in. And then we'll see just who he who he values more than me as a podcast guest. <laughs> Cash? Golly. What are you? Cash, what are you doing? You're alone in here. Hey, TJ. Is it, are you on a treadmill? Yeah, I'm doing what it. Is, I'm that? is that a treadmill or is that moving ground? No, it's a real treadmill. I'm running a marathon and doing the pot at the same time. It's a this, podcast marathon. Oh God, I am so embarrassed. I broke in on you because I thought that you I were I can't talk. It's only been a quarter of a mile. Uh, really? I don't know if I'm going to make it. Are you eating chicken? Can you hand me that chicken fajita pita? Can you hand that to you me? You are. You're eating chicken fajita pitas. It's it's more of a treadmill. It's a treadmill than it is a real meal? Now, do you eat chicken fajita pitas because... Can you stop the treadmill for a second, please? Whoa! Oh, my God! You fell off twice, oh. three times. You oh. fell to the ground. Oh, jeez. That was my hard. My God. That was, that was ambitious straight so to So you were having a treadmill? I was having a treadmill. How, now, do you eat chicken fajita pitas because they rhyme or because you find them to be delicious? I think they're tasty. I think they're very tasty and they're very delicious. And they're very... They, they give you energy for long periods of time. They do. You do can you have it's like more I, the used chicken, to, I used to play the a doubleheader or the fajita. I play a doubleheader, which means two baseball games, if you know that. And I, I would, know, I would I eat it was two a, chicken fajita pitas, and it would get me through a doubleheader. Really? Yeah. And I thought there were hits inside the chicken fajita pitas. If you, the more you ate, the more base hits you'd get. So sometimes I'd, I'd eat three or four. You eat three or four yeah, chicken three or four. fajita pitas. So that's why the whole treadmill. 
is surrounded by chicken fajita pitas because wait, wait a second wait, wait wait you're distracting me what are you doing here this was a podcast well, marathon why did you just storm in I'm, why- I'm ashamed to admit it but i i thought you'd invited a number of people to do the podcast all at once and I don't know. You didn't well, ask me, and I just... Well, no, I, I, of course I invited a bunch of people. They all said no. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. That's how the whole show works. Well, don't drown your sorrows in chicken fajita pitas. <laughs> hey. Don't eat your feelings. You know Unless what? Unless you're feeling like having another chicken fajita pita. See, the only reason I eat them is because they rhyme. Because they sound good? Yeah. 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 Do you like them? Yeah, I do, but I've never sought out a chicken fajita pita. I'll go out of my way for a chicken fajita pita. I, now, I, some people that don't speak the language, they'll they'll call it the chicken fajita pita. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or a pita. Mm. Fajita pita? A chicken fajita pita. <laughs> Let's have some fajita pitas. Let's have some fajita pitas. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, you know what? While you're here, do you actually, do you want to do a Are podcast? Are you kidding? Yes. Oh my God! This is I amazing. Even, I'm sorry, I didn't even wait for you to finish. Well, no, I just this is this is wonderful. I'm so glad you're interested in doing it. Well, thank you for having. Um, I mean, you, thank you for even considering. Do you think it. we and should I'd do the lo- show like we normally do it? I'd like, yeah, sure. I'd love to have a, a treadmill with you sometime, though. You know, when I'm when I'm tread when I'm when I'm on the treadmill, you know, which is when I'm eating meals primarily on the treadmill. I, I you know, I, I can't eat a chicken fajita pita. What if the the chicken falls down into the 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 mill? Mm-hmm. Into the, or yeah, into the, the treads, part. right? What do you think is the biggest thing anyone's ever eaten on a treadmill? Like, do you think anyone's ever <laughs> tried to eat like an entire turkey, uh, turkey? Yeah, or turkey. maybe the head of a pig or a ham? Do you, how much who, calorie? I like, I like to much, know who you know that's eating just the head of a pig. I don't know. I just like the expression "bring me the head of a pig." <laughs> that's always uh, that's always cracking me up. But but like, do you think anyone's ever used cutlery that while while being on a true. on a treadmill? I mean, they shouldn't. It's I'm sure they weren't against unless it. Unless it's sporks. I've eaten a bucket of fried chicken on a treadmill. It was, that was a, my treadmill. Really? Yeah, mostly dark meat. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what we usually like to do what? when we start off this show? I haven't really done this show. Well, usually what we like to do, I don't know if you remember it. I'm kind of tired right now, but I think what we do is we start off the show by doing the triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Triple banger uh, lightning round. Have a treadmill on us. <laughs> Sweater vest. Winter's little bitch. Because <laughs> the thing is, when I put, <laughs> what I do is I put sleeves on my vest and I call them uh, shirts. <laughs> That's how it works for me. I mean, what, why, why are we doing half the, really? why are we doing half the, you know? I got to back you up. Why would it be winter's little bitch? Well, because, Okay. Because winter takes advantage of someone in a vest. Winter knows. I mean, winter is not afraid of someone walking around in a vest. No, I mean. Winter makes that person their bitch. I don't know if it's winter's little bitch, but I I definitely wonder, you know, why, why a person would wear such a thing. There's a very funny comedian, uh, Chad Zumuk or Mm -hmm. uh, Zumuk. Um, but he he's funnier kind of, than his name is to say. No, he's yeah. well, he is definitely, yeah. but he's got a funny name too. He he has a, a, a email update called the Sweater Vest Monthly, which is really funny. But he loves sweater vests; he always wears them. I think they work for him. I think that's why he wears them. That's why he's an enthusiast. I myself used to wear sweater vests, ironically, and then I started wearing them seriously. And then I kind of went your route. I would add, I, I would put on sleeves, but they wouldn't be made of sweater. You know, I mm. like a good sweater vest with a with a couple of wool sleeves. You know what a sweater vest could use? Well, um, some pockets on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very limited in what you can do. Uh, with well, them. I'm think- always wondering. You know, when I really want to look crazy, yeah, I'll wear a sweater vest with no shirt. Mm, That's yeah. a guy where it's like, what event is he going to? With a bow tie. What's going on in his life that he's got a bow tie and a sweater vest and nothing else? <laughs> With just the tip of my penis poking out from the bottom of that vest, saying, come on in. The winter's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question two, two, two. Martin Van Buren. One too many names. 
Which one would you lose if you had to the lose van? One? I don't really? think it does a lot for you. What was wrong with Martin Van? No, Martin, Martin Buren. Buren. Well, listen to that. MB. Sounds. No, you're just used to saying the van. Hi, I'm Martin Buren. It doesn't work. Van isn't a. Hi, I'm Martin Buren. I'm here to take a look at your uh, your electrical re- readers. You mean meters? Just let me into your house. I'm Martin Buren. <laughs> I bought you know I bought a new insurance policy from uh, from Martin Buren. <laughs> Which, said, which president he is? You know, you know that I always and people may have noticed you're this big the twelve and a half guy, yeah. that listen to the podcast yeah. that when I'm saying like I haven't you know had sex since the Van Buren administration, it's <laughs> always Van Buren. I always use Martin Van Buren. What which president do you use? Well, but that's when I'm, you're saying since the such and such administration. Uh, you ever use that? I like phraseology? the Carter administration. The Carter, interesting. That's but not. I, that. I've said a couple times. I've said, man, I haven't I haven't got a a blow whistle. Which is what mm-hmm. I call terrible uh, suck jobs. Okay, okay. A blow whistle. Uh, it's weird. I've known you for so long. The, I've never heard you say since that. Since the Taft administration. <laughs> the Taft isn't bad. I think the Mar- I think the Van Buren administration. I'm going to stand well, by because that's I'm what I say, use. I, that's what I'm saying. I think you get rid of the Martin and have your first name be Van. How often is someone's first name Van? Mm, yeah. I, I'm Van. Yeah. It's more of a. It makes a better middle name. I'm going to name my son that. I have a it's almost kids. a sweater vest of names. It's sort of a you know. Van? Sort of, it, yeah, it's sort of in it between. Leaves something things. to be desired. Yeah, it needs more surrounding it. That's what it needs. Yeah, it's short for Vander. Maybe the way to do it is. Which is short for Vanderbilt. You say I haven't been laid since. Which is the, short for Vanderbiltington. Okay, who was the president that didn't become president? He lost. Everyone thought he was going to win. Um. Who was that? Craig Remember they, they they put out a no they they, they put out a, a newspaper and it said you know so and so went it was embarrassing to the newspapers because they put Ike, it out Ike Turner no it was somebody who was that it was uh, somebody that lost to Truman I think or, or I'm not sure Truman Capote can we look that up we're gonna look it up. We're going to look We're it up. up. We have those capabilities. Yeah, we have those capabilities. Well, we do. We're going to move it along to the triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question number Question three. Place. What should the neti pot slogan be? Now, a neti pot is a pot to put water in your nose. Right, right. Okay. It's like a face enema. It's an internal facial or... Who's up for some nose tea? I think the third one is for sure. Who's up for some nose tea? Neti pot. Who's up for some nose tea? I don't know if it, why it would be said like that. Uh, I like it's like a face enema. It's like a face enema. It's very funny. But then that makes you just how about, think. You know, I, I, how about, I have enough trouble not thinking of people's nostrils as tiny anuses. How about douching isn't just for vaginas anymore? I, I like vaginas because that's how about nose douche? in Virginia. Nose douching. Nose douche is good. Neti pot. Go ahead and nose douche. Yeah. But again, I don't like thinking of the nostrils as tiny vaginas, as small anuses at the end of your nose, you know? Because hmm. then you're looking at somebody and their nostrils are flaring and you just imagine diarrhea coming out of the front of their face. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think who's up for some nose teas? Who's up for some nose tea is great. It's an internal facial. No, I don't, I don't think you need to do that one. No. Um, neti pot. Have you ever done that? When I'm, when I'm really freaked out about a show and I've been sick, I've tried it. I've done. I, I did a, a, a nasal rinse once, but I, I bought a neti pot. I just never used it. I get so worried. You know, if the water is dirty, then yeah. the bacteria will get into your brain. Yeah. No, you can die from it. You can actually drown. So if what you is do it what wrong. is even the point? It's a of dangerous that. thing to what be. What about doing? neti pot? Dewey. That's who it was. Dewey. Dewey. Dewey Cheatham or Harry? Right. I knew it was started with a D. I thought it was Dempsey. Dewey. So if you were to say, um, I haven't been laid since the Dewey administration. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be even more pronounced because it would be like, well, he didn't even become president. That means you're a virgin. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right? So I, we should start naming presidents that hadn't, you know. You know, we could even call virgins Deweys, but I think. I haven't been laid since the McCain administration. I, I, haven't, been, I haven't been laid since the Dewey administration. Oh, you're a virgin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about this slogan it's for Nettie Pot? Yeah, Nettie Pot. Nettie Pot. Who exactly is Nettie? <laughs> is that a good one? <laughs> I, I, smoke, I smoke some of that motherfucking neti pot. This that is a, shit this will is a make great time. your sinuses clear. <laughs> this is a great time, though, to 
just tell the listeners and the viewers. I know a lot of people out there are watching on their cell phones and their wristwatches. The oh yeah, uh, some people are just drawing stick figures of us mm-hmm. on Court cave walls, sketch courtroom artists. sketches. They're character artists out there, uh, caricature artists. Uh, you know, pulling over even though they're bad drivers think, and they're you, taking pictures. Do you think some, there are some assholes that are like, uh, I'm not a caricature artist. I'm a character artist. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Only draw characters. The, anyway, everyone that listens should know you do have a weird habit. It's, it's sort of like a neti pot. You actually carry around a, is this too personal? I don't have it on me right now, but you often have a, uh, I use a steamer. A steamer. Yeah, a personal steamer. Yeah, a personal steamer. I don't think it's called that, though. It's called a Mavis. Maybe called a Mavis personal inhaler. Mm-hmm. I just call it a steamer. Yeah, I use it for my voice because, as you can hear, I sound like somebody's been chain smoking since the Dewey administration. <laughs> Hit it. That means he's never smoked a cigarette. He's like, mm mm. But don't you think that. But I smoke cigarettes, I smoke cloves. And so my voice is a little, um, you know, I yell a lot, too. I, I'm not a yeah. very good writer, so in my comedy, I'm always yelling. I'm kind of, you know, making those like, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's I do, do you think it steamer. helps? Do you think that's weird? Do you think the, ha- oh, the steamer helps? immensely, immensely. I don't know what I, I do think it's the first. And you're addicted to it. It makes, it yeah. makes your skin feel good. Well, I think it's the good. first sort of. It's a slippery slope. I think it's the first uh, step towards uh, how uh, eccentric you're going to become as you grow older. That you're carrying around this device. You have to, you're paranoid enough that there's not enough moisture in the room, even though you're drinking water and you soothes, sound perfectly fine. It soothes fine. my. It soothes, soothes your heart voice. more than it soothes your voice. That's all I'm saying. And I don't have anything against. It. I think it's great. It's part of your. It definitely does not. Ever since my I've known you, than... ever since I've known you, I mean, I just think it's good. You're going to start. You're going to start taking it on stage with you. You I are. don't think that'll ever happen. I think you're going to become that eccentric. The, you know, the the, the better you, your career goes, Look, the more, the more eccentric I become, the less pronounced it will be. Does that make <laughs> sense? Because it's not. You know, I, I'm I'm already a little eccentric, but it's I, it is. It's getting more and more pronounced, and eventually, it's going to be the main thing about me. I don't know, but I. Somebody described me as that uh, today. I think that's weird. I mean, I I know that. I have some some sort of eccentricities or idiosyncrasies or just weird little things about me, but I don't know. I don't see myself as as that necessarily yet. I guess I do. I guess I understand. But I, you know, the steamer is funny because people always think it's a marijuana inhaler. And um, I did a Motorola campaign, which I hope you'll. It's usually because there's usually marijuana. (laughs) It seems like in the chamber. Well, that's the main reason, and uh, and that's what it is. That's why people think that, but no, no, it isn't. It, it's just steam. And I, I worked with this guy on a Motorola campaign that I just wanted to do because how rare is it that you really feel like the comedy and a commercial campaign can be good? So I went for it, guys. And you know what? If you don't like it, change the channel. And it's a good phone, sister. But I, uh, you know. You brought the steamer well, with I, you. I definitely brought the steamer, but this guy who I was working with. Uh, to be unnamed because I don't want to. But he he's a, he's in the driving spot. He's very very funny, and uh, he uh, he said he just after we were done, he's like, I said yeah, this you know I just brought up something about the steamer, and he goes oh that's not a that's not a marijuana thing, and I was like no, he's like oh, it's like did you just think I was high the entire time that I was working nonstop? And he's like yeah, it's like oh. It was just such a weird moment where he was like, yeah, what's the big deal? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I guess I, I should have been. Well, look, I'll, I'll, uh, why don't we, I'll, I'll go outside, you know. Very awkward. I actually had to do a neti pot right there in front of him. Right in front of him. Some nose tea? Yeah. Have you ever done a neti pot and accidentally put in your ear? <laughs> no. Because I, I got ears so small they look like little noses. Ah. Uh. Let's move it along. What to, are you looking at? Let's 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 move it along to the Our producers looking over like who knows what. <laughs> we're gonna move it along who to where were you? Where were you? Oh, I love and we don't this have one. the song, so we're gonna go with what hurts. You ready? Cash and TJ intimately want to know where, where were you? 
<laughs> I don't know why. We have to get that song. We lost it. We got to get it back. I don't know. That's 12 a and one. a half. You tell us of, of at least if there's three to four people of the 12 and a half that prefer us to keep doing what hurts as the music for where yeah. were you. Yeah. <laughs> just just to kind of keep it keep it fresh. I um, I was in the Bay Area and, you know, I just did the... Um, Rooster Tees. Roosters. And I just wanted to say, a lot of people come up after the show that listen to the podcast. And I understand how disappointing it is to meet someone you've listened to for over a year. Mm. Uh, they don't look like you expected them to look. Mm-hmm. And they are not as attractive as you thought they'd be. And I just want all of you to know that, that trust me, as disappointed as you are when you meet me, I'm more disappointed in myself when I look in the mirror. I mean, I am stunned that I sound this good and look this bad. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a face for radio. Feel, is I always feel a tiny bit embarrassed when I meet people because they're always like, <laughs> is that the guy that... But uh, no, I met a lot of nice people. Uh, one guy, um, in fact, he, I think he... I think he masked her. He, he, he gave you a something. compliment. You put a handle on it and made it a ladle. Yeah, a couple people brought ladles, and uh, that, that was good. One fella, I'm just going to give him a shout. He came up, and uh, he, I don't know, he, he was working out and listening to the show, mm-hmm. and he uh, threw up uh, in his mouth while he was working out. And I like that. That was because that was really he was cool. drinking milk and cayenne pepper. <laughs> I think he was doing a treadmill. Uh, when yeah, he did be that. careful if you're having a treadmill because you can really you can choke and throw up. But that feels like a good way to uh, to work out. I mean, it's 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 almost like an, it's 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 like bulimia plus. Yeah, we actually throw up during the workout. Right, right. You're so burning you're actually, calories you're actually, and vomiting. It's like them. double the bulimia. Fine. How about it? So I think that should be a good workout. I want to say to everybody who is working out right now, you know, at this very moment, push yourself, push it, push it harder, make it, get there, get there, care about it. One more, push it. Another rep. If you're just running, bring your heels up higher. (laughs) Get your knees to your nipples. Feel the burn. Feel the muscles separate from the bone. That's good. Now put your face on the back of your neck. (laughs) Breathe into your face. Feel the burn. Feel the stretch. Massage your liver with your mind. Make it dance. Feel the burn. Make it dance. The burn is in your imagination. I'm standing behind you with a hot poker iron. Oh, you looked. You turned around. It wasn't cash at all. Think of the $20 it cost you to get into this hot, stinky hellhole. Feel the burn. I wonder how many of the 12 and a half people that listen are... That was my yoga, yoga studio. Yeah, I was exactly. my yoga instructor. If one more person says to me, you should try yoga, I will punch them in the face. I will. Uh, I better I, do it before they turn it just, into a downward-facing dog. People, are, people think yoga is just going to save every problem you may possibly have. You could have a well, nail in your hand. Yeah. They're like, you should try yoga. Yoga will get that How out. How often have we had a nail in oh, our Oh, Dewey wasn't president? If he had tried yoga, he would have been our president. Yeah. I, I'm tired of hearing about yoga and on all of its healing powers. Well, people, you know, people want to... Uh, people want to... In fact, you know what? That's going to bring us to an essential question, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the where were you, and then we're going to go on to the next question. But the where were you? I was in the Bay Area, and this is something that happened last night. So my dad takes us to the airport. Uh, It was my wife, my two kids. They came on this trip. We're at the airport, and he has a hatchback, and I pressed this button. He was getting the luggage out, and I pressed this button, which makes the hatchback go down. By mistake, it should, I thought it would make the hatchback go up. And my dad's fingers, two of his fingers, were crushed in the hatchback. No. My, my father, my dear father. And he, he screamed out. And this, this is the part that concerns me about myself. I, okay, his hands are crushed in the, in the trunk, basically, of a car, right? And it's latched already. Now, instead of looking for the latch to unlatch it, I reached over... Took his hand and pulled on it, <laughs> trying to. He, and he yelled, he's like, no! And I, and of course, I stopped doing it. But how illogical is that? How illogical am I in a crisis? Yeah. To, I mean, if someone gets your leg caught in a bear trap, you look for the release. You don't pull on their leg. They've already, that's already occurred to them to pull on the leg. I was so upset with myself. I'm like, what? How bad are you in a crisis to there's pull a, on someone's leg? I could have pulled his fingers off. And you take the baby off. and you just throw it onto the oven. <laughs> 
It was the, the dumbest other. thing. And then I did find the latch. It came up, and the you know paramedics had to come, and he had, oh, had some stitches, God. and it was really bad. And I felt horrible. I felt like I could have, if I had just found the latch quicker, you know, that wouldn't have happened. But you're not logical in a, in a uh, you know, in a, a, a pressure situation like that, I guess. Well, it's just concerning. I mean, but I'm sure it would have occurred to him just to pull his hand out himself. Me helping him pull out it. No, I didn't. Yeah, I, he was probably already pulling. And you're like, let me help you hurt yeah. your hand more. Yeah. So that that was stressful. So and then we got home, and, and April's got she's she's got a job on some sort of, I don't even want to talk about what it is, but she's got a job, so she has to be gone for about four days. And so now we have two babies, and she has basically found babysitters for most of the time. Because mm. I mean, let's face it, the last person they should be with for the duration is their father. You, yeah. Their father, like the last person you would want taking care of your kids. <laughs> For literally eight hours a day is is their dad, yeah. Uh, especially one that was dumb enough to slam his dad's hand in a door and then pull on it as as a, as a way of fixing the situation. So I mean, but I don't trust myself really. My fathering skills right now, TJ, you haven't seen me. I've gone from thinking like I didn't want them to play video games or watch TV to just trying to survive. I mean, I'm not I'm not even like attempting to be a good dad. I'm just trying to get through it. I understand. It's too harsh. Yeah. It's just too hard. There should be paid professional parents that you could bring in to parent your kids. I think those are nannies and <laughs> babysitters, but it's fine. That's fine. Or adoption agencies? You could do that. You could get sort of foster families to come in just part time. I mean. Well, we sent our nanny out to work, so she's doing that. She's paying the bills that way. <laughs> That's another part of it. You know, you could just take care of the kids and have somebody be a surrogate, you know, working person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just We're paying in, babysitters and people to work for us. Yes, yeah. I was just in Chicago doing um, the. Uh, I did the Laugh Factory. I did a, a late night show there last minute. Okay. I was uh, filming Transformers Four, which is a, a movie based on the series of books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Transformers, the novels written the by novels. Jane Eyring Austen. Mm-hmm. Those were classics back in the 1800s. Right? Oh, when Dewey was Prezi, who did it? <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, Chicago is just so lovely. I love it. I get an Italian beef whenever I'm there, and that makes me happy. From Al's Beef downtown, I uh, had some deep dish pizza, and I thank you to all the twelve and a half that that came out to the show. And I hope I'll be back soon. You know, it's uh, Chicago is really, really nice. But I will say it was so hot. I was walking to get an Al's beef, which if, if it's hot outside, there's nothing better than just a shaved Italian beef sandwich. Just quenches your thirst. That Chicken fagida pita, maybe. Yeah, you could do that. But a big glass of milk with cayenne pepper in it. <laughs> nothing beats the heat. But mm-hmm. I was walking and for whatever reason, I wore... A jacket, like a light okay. jacket, yeah. and it must have been ninety-five degrees, right? In the humidity, and I, uh, I was walking, 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 and I remember being like, "God, I'm so hot, I'm so hot." Halfway there, it's only about a, a fifteen-block walk. Halfway there, I really did think, "All right, I'm going to turn around. I got to get back to the hotel. I, I'm not going to make right. it." Right? You didn't think to take the jacket off? Well, cover more blocks, okay. and this is what my mind did. Speaking cover of more blocks, you came across a puddle. No. And you put it down for some lovely lady to cross. <laughs> I did. I said, geez, Louise, this is a lot cooler. And then I just jumped in the puddle. No, I, you know, I was walking, walking halfway through, wanted to take off my jacket. Or not wanted to take it off. I said, geez, it's hot. I should turn around. See, you fucked me up with this puddle shit. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't going, oh, and then your dad, you found a small body of water. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like a bathtub. I, that's why I don't get any guests. I'm a bad host. You're not a bad host. You just, you gotta let me try and do the Al's beef stories. Okay, okay. So halfway through, I'm like, oh boy, I better go back. I mean, you guys remember the beginning of this. If you don't, then you need to stop smoking. Yeah, I don't pot. think you need to go to the start of the story. We're with so you. So I was You're in very Chicago. Hot. You're very I was hot in, in Chicago. Chicago. Let's take it and further back. So my dad has his hand yes, stuck yeah, in that's the- it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> and then you saw a little puddle and you're like, let's get in that puddle, dad. Um, you know, halfway through, I'm saying to myself, you got to turn around. You're not going to make it. But then two blocks later, this was my, this is my instinct. You know, this will tell you where my head's okay. at. 
I said, uh, you know what? I'm going to just push the sleeves up on my jacket. Okay. Almost make this a jacket sweater vest. Okay, sure. <laughs> but I really did. I just pushed the sleeves up and continued to keep sweating. But boy, were my forearms cool, you know? Mm, yeah. So that was and your- that's just because I got sleeve tattoos of sleeves. <laughs> so that's the end of the story where you actually pull these sleeves no, 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 up. No, no, no. Yeah, so no, I, I pull the sleeves up. Okay. I get all the way there. I never take the jacket off, not even on the way back. Okay. I get all the way there. This is a great story. I get all the way there, and you know this fellow is trying to put some groceries in the back of his hatchback. And I yeah. say, well, here, let me help you. And as the door slammed shut, I pushed his hand into the door. <laughs> it slammed on his two fingers. Yeah. And then it was my instinct immediately to push. I tried to push the rest of his arm into the <laughs> to get more into the back damage, of the yeah. car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you think Chicago? Do you that think story is actually now uh, a one man show. It's a one man show. Yeah. It's called the. Uh, it's called Hatchback Surprise. Well, it it really had nothing to do with the sandwich either. It's called That's, I was kept forms. waiting. I kept waiting for the sandwich to play an important well, role. Well, I mean, because I had pushed my sleeves up, I didn't get any of the the juicy the beef juice. On, on your sleeves. On the sleeves. So not only were you cooler, you also didn't uh, disrupt that jacket. You didn't hurt the jacket. That jacket I mean, was drenched in sweat, but that jacket was beefless. <laughs> the beefless jacket. It was a vegetarian jacket. jacket. It was a vegetarian The vegans would have liked that jacket. Whenever I buy a jacket, I'm always like, is this meatless? Is this a meatless coat? Yeah. They always last, say, yeah. last time I was in Chicago, I got heckled because somebody didn't know... I didn't know who John Dillinger was. They had visited his some museum where they got to touch his gun that he used. You know? wow. And everyone started booing me. And I, the entire crowd got upset with me in Chicago. And I was able to say to them, you're the ones with the problem. You're the ones that are celebrating this mobster, his, you know, you're touching his gun. Like, he's become a celebrated figure in your culture. I it, I'm culture. the one yeah I'm the one that didn't know who he was so I'm the bad guy right he's a wasn't he a mafia figure I mean yeah ain't nobody wanted to touch your gun let me put it that way Not no since the Dewey administration no <laughs> I mean I have Dewey's uh, neti pot from back uh, the neti pot he used right after he lost the election Dewey's old neti oh Papa <laughs> that's priceless on the black market. <laughs> Uh, let's move it along to uh, essential questions of human nature. What do you think? Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. Well, we were going to talk about this. I mean, th- this is another thing that they never say. Uh, they never say like uh, you should not try yoga. Don't try it. It's going to hurt you. But why won't anyone ever criticize a farmer's market? You never hear people say that's a shitty farmer's market. It's like there's no food critics. Dealing with the farmer's markets. Because everyone always says, that's a great farmer's market. Every farmer's market is considered great. But I don't think it... it, Why is every farmer's market great? Because it would take a lot to make a bad farmer's market. I mean, all it is is if there's fresh food... Maybe then and you farmers, should just say we have a farmer's market and just assume it's great. Because I'm I tired of hearing try, how great the farmer... Are, they've got a great trying, farmer's market. People are trying to encourage that sort of behavior. I mean, there should be more farmer's markets... And less chain grocery stores. And so I think they're just trying to get behind it. I myself, uh, I love a good farmer's market, and there's no such thing as a bad one, so I love farmer's markets. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There has to be a bad farmer's If the word good and bad exists, there has to be a bad version of a farmer's market. Now, what would that it be? It is. It's a grocery store. That's it. That's a bad farmer's market. Yes. Yeah, there should be a grocery store the called. Farmer's market. There should be a grocery. You know what? I think gas station stores should be called Bad Farmer's Market. Oh, that would be great uh, advertising. <laughs> advertising. Come on in to the worst farmer's market <laughs> you've ever had. It's just a vending machine. <laughs> That's what a vending machine yeah. is. A it's bad farmer's market. No, a vending machine is the worst farmer's market. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Um, let's move it along. Let's move it along to... Uh, Until they think of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. You know, some people also call this, uh, um, I don't know, Tweet It. Mm-hmm. Or uh, some people, you know, they, they call it uh, Tweet Dreams Are Made Of. Oh, I like that. Who am I to retweet? Travel the world and the seven tweets. 
Everybody dream for something. Talk to me like lovers do. I don't think that's... Walk with me to the farmer's market. <laughs> Hashtag me. Um, that's what some people call it. Of course, I'm just, I'm someone that's kind of old fashioned. I, I like to call it, uh, are you telling me the things you want to do for me? I lie, but I don't like what I think I see. Look at it through the twist. Look at it through the twist. I gotta say, occasionally when you do this, you don't know me, but I'm your brother. Uh, occasionally when you do this, you make a. I know you won't admit it, but you do. You, sometimes you'll have moments where your face gets really seriously about the music. You know, when you're watching like a front man do a band, uh, and it's like, man, this guy's really all about the music because of that face he's making. You do that. During I'm committed this. to to Michael McDonald. You know, He's an important committed. figure in your life. And I, I looked at a couple of your tweets, and I got to say, you... I'm you really, taking it. You're very funny. Tweets. You're a very funny person. Well, I feel um, the same way about let's, me, let's, let, here's, here's Here's something that T.J. That Miller wrote. Oh, boy. Um, here we go. This he, ought to be nonsensical okay. and barely worth T.J. Miller on August 31st <laughs> said, quote, I take Ambien because I'm a baller. Some white piece of shit CEO somewhere. Right, well, that has to be in quotes. It's a, yeah. it's a quote by... Quote, unquote, yeah. Because that's I a weird... I take Ambien because like, I'm a baller. I take Ambien because I'm baller, some piece of shit CEO somewhere. It's a weird thing when it's Do you not. think anyone brags about their Ambien? Yeah, uh, I think so. Like, like, dude, I scored some great Ambien. Yeah, yeah, I think... Really? Yeah, I think you think it's course. gotten that yeah, far? there's people that, you know, statistically dude, everybody dose, does everything. Double dose Ambien. Statistically, there's a guy who took a shit on a chicken in the last two months. <laughs> Maybe even because he was mad Might at the chicken. Might be someone that listens to this show, even. I mean, I hope so. I hope yeah. you're all raising chickens on your own. There was the someone uh, that sent me a picture of a chicken on someone's head. And really? He, and he asked the question, is the chicken the new parrot? No. Yeah. That's a, that it's is not. a no-go. No. Yeah. Uh, you also write, why isn't Jim Henson the president of a puppet government? I mean, are you That's kidding me because words. of the, the puppets? He has it's those puppets. He has puppets. I, I, you know, I thought for a while, I was like, should I say Muppet government? And then uh, I, I think didn't. that is uh, that is one of those things where if I was want to laugh in these situations, I would laugh out loud because I oh, like yeah. that one. But I wanted to ask you, I mean, who do you think's higher in the puppet puppeteer pecking order? Someone that that, that does shadow puppets or sock puppets? Like who's who's higher in the uh, in the echelon of, of puppetry? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I think probably sock puppets for puppetry, but I personally enjoy shadow puppets. I think shadow better. puppets has a high degree of difficulty. I, I don't know Because you have to have a sun. You have I, to find a sun. You have to find a sun You have to find a, a flat surface yeah, to yeah. use. There's a lot of intangibles. With a sock, you always have a sock on, especially if you're in Chicago I don't know, a on sock, a 95-degree day. puppetry is the easiest type of puppetry, I think. I think it's easiest. I think they should be lower on the totem really? pole than the, than the uh, shadow puppets. Well, why? I don't know. I, I wonder why... Why aren't more people breaking out shadow puppetry at parties? It's such an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. All you need is a lamp, you know, and, and, and a dark space, Folks, a white wall. Right. If we can't do shadow puppets, the party dies. The party dies here. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I, why aren't more people? I think it should why be aren't we all learning a shadow, good puppetry. shadow puppetry. It, it should be one nice of the first if things you learn. Shadow puppetry could be like jokes where you're like, hey, uh, you learned any good shadow puppets lately? And then somebody says, "Yeah, look, I can make a gorilla." Because really, a most of us, most shoulder. of us have hands, mm-hmm. and most of us have access to light and, and darkness, and light and darkness. I, and I, most of us have seen or been around flat surfaces. There's no reason we can't all be great. What are some good? There's sh- no excuse for us not. How to many be great. shadow puppets can you do? See, this is why I think we should be learning. I more. can only do uh, one shadow a dog. Puppet. Um, no, I can't even do that the one. Bunny. I can just do the this. That's just a hang ten symbol for surfers. What do you say that is? Or just this. a snake with a real fat stomach? Then he also flicked me off. That's oh, how about that? Is that a shadow puppet? <laughs> no, that's just you miming sex with two real, real gross hand people. That's just grotesque. That's all that is. But uh, I, you know I can who do, is I can really do a gorilla 
I can do a gorilla. I can do a, a bunny. I can yeah. do a. I can do a person that looks like a bunny, and I can do a gorilla. But I, that's you know, even when you say this, I am. I'm going to go and start uh, learning tonight. More. I'm going to yeah. learn more. Shadow it's it's a weakness. I think it's a weakness. It's one of the lost arts. And uh, do you think there are shadow puppeteers? That someone would go so far as to call a genius. I mean, is yes, there a genius? Absolutely. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's someone so good at it. You know no, who it might be? Shows. They've, they've there's a guy shows. that played for the Florida Marlins. He had six fingers. Six different fingers. Is he a pitcher? Um, yeah. He was a pitcher. And I'll bet he was great at shadow puppets. You'd think he'd be a better catcher. Can you look up his name? He was a for Florida Marlins. He had six fingers. That's great. That's so useful to have six fingers. Nah, two of them weren't. He's so, just so lazy. Of course, the Giants had a guy who, who lost three of his fingers in a gardening accident. His name was Roger Metzger. Really? And I always felt bad for him, you know, because that following year, he just didn't quite play as well. His name is Antonio Alfonseca. Oh, yeah. Antonio Alfonseca. He had six fingers. Now, Roger Metzger, on the other end of the spectrum, the announcer sometimes would say things like, ironically, Metzger not playing as well without the use of the full five fingers. <laughs> So, you know. In what world is it like, yeah, I lost a finger. I'm playing. Yeah, he's still playing Major League Baseball. Okay, so. uh, Okay. All right, I want to read one of yours. Okay. I just realized my last two months of tweets were redirected and sent to a hobo in Poughkeepsie. I'm glad he was able to enjoy them. Your last two tweets were a retweet of me. No, wait, wait, wait. I, that was a series of tweets, the hobo one. Did you delete them? No, there's a series of them. Uh, it's, a, it's a quadrilogy. No, I which means four tweets yeah, called a quadrilogy. Because uh... I wasn't done yet. That, 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 that wasn't the, the point was it was going to go, it was going to last. I'm just, I'm just sorry that all of you yeah. missed out on the magic that flowed through my fingers during such a prolific era in my tweeting development. Mm-hmm. Then you write, perhaps someday these precious lost tweets will be referred to as the golden silver platinum era for Cash Levy. I mean, when when you're golden silver platinum on an airline, you're flying the plane. <laughs> I just going to say, you can't really be golden and silver. But for now, we can only call it shame, you say. A shame? A shame. Yeah. Because I, I didn't tweet for a while, and I'd like to apologize. I know a lot of people are hanging on my every tweet. And some people probably haven't made it. You know? That's really real, though. People do. They, yeah. You know, you should tweet more. I mean, I you guys tweet at Cash and get him to tweet more. I'm going to tweet more. I'm going to tweet more. But I, those were four tweets. That, He's not know. tweeting enough. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? Four tweety, bro. I'm going to move it along. <laughs> I'm going to move it along to uh, something we like to call... Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Another goddamn section in a podcast about masks. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I need my steamer. Someone bring me my steamser. <laughs> Don't grab that. That's a netty pot. Don't grab that. That's a netty. I love a good netty. That's a netty steamer. CJL Rocket Ship Walker writes. Wait with the math. Wouldn't all of the 12 and a half have their lives ruined by a certain amount of episodes? So I did the math on this. We ruin a life every 10th episode on this podcast. Right. Okay. Now, if there's 12 and a half people, it's going to take 125 episodes for us to ruin everyone's life. So we haven't totally We haven't done it. We haven't reached our thing yet. And then we'll retire. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Here's the question. Once a life is ruined, can you ruin the same life twice? That's the question. Because I think you can. You can break someone's heart twice. So I think we can continue to ruin lives even after the 125 episode mark. Yeah. Well, I think that's especially if you're a person who's like, oh, no, my life has been ruined. And, you know, it's, you know, but then they 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 get, oh, I got my life together. Right. Because we also are that. redeeming lives. We're saving lives mm-hmm. on the po- on the on the other podcasts. So we're actually saving lives and then ruining lives. So really, this show will go on for eternity. Are we really saving <laughs> lives, though? Um, I, th- I We pretty much are. I'm going to put out a chart to just kind of show people how this works. 
I like that. Tweet it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear it from you in six months. Yeah. With the rate that you've been tweeting. <laughs> you'll 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 pig head. Seriously though, the the important thing to know is that we're gonna ruin your life a few times, but we're gonna save it too. You know? This whole thing's kind of an enigma. It is. It's an enigma yeah. wrapped in an enigma wrapped inside in bacon. A, inside something else. <laughs> Ismail Gomez at term one oh two writes, Is it wrong to use a feather duster near a caged bird? I would say so. I think it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I, they use that type of torture in Guantanamo just to get the parrots to talk. They just what? put a feather Guantanamo? duster. Guantanamo Bay. No, that's Guantanamo's the uh, that's the prison where they make them play dominoes. What the caged birds? Yeah, they'll do that too. Which is really hard with those little talons. They've got quite a talent. A if feather, they can do that. A feather duster. That's true talent. Seriously though, is a feather duster near a caged bird? Is that a form of torture? I think so. I think you know the the you know it's sort of like feeding chicken to chicken, which some of these corporations do. It's pretty disgusting. But you know, I always worry that someone's like, "Oh my God, there's another bird attached to that man," and it just ends up being a you know a false bird. Or even some of these birds are going, "Look, a new friend finally!" Oh my God, the horror. I mean, what is that akin to? Maybe somebody using a Swiffer, but it's human skin instead of those little <laughs> little pads. Marty McSuperfly at M. McGiblets writes, Coming to theaters this fall, The Hunger Strike Games. I like that. Where 12 pacifists are left at a Chinese buffet. First one to eat dies. I mean, That's great. I think there should this should be a reality show. It's not really a question. It's, it's not, not a question, question, but you know, because maskers is ask the ask the masters. It's not about masks. We've already talked about that. I don't want to talk about it again. Enough. 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 <laughs> But I will say, yeah, I mean, that would be great. That sounds like that's that's a film that I could really get behind. You would oh, you'd like to see it as a or film, or in front of, or alongside of it. Okay, they didn't say coming or to theaters. It. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't. Was it supposed to be a movie? Yeah, coming to theaters. Yeah, this if it fall. said coming to yeah, theaters, right. I doubt it was that's either a, a movie yeah. or it's a condom. I thought it's it was like a something. shadow puppet play. I like a shadow puppet play. They've done that though. They've done shadow puppetry plays. I love shadow puppetry of the penis, which is when they would make shadow puppets with the penises. It was puppetry. How many puppets can you make with a penis? Please. Uh, penis puppetry. Penis puppetry of the Pleased mind. Of the mind. puppetry of the pine. Uh, feel the burn. Feel the stretch. Feel, feel the, the penis separate from the bone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, last one. 90s bat frog at Toad Danson writes, is a rat tail a handle to a redneck ladle? I mean, that's yes, pretty good. That's yeah, what a rat any, tail should be we, called. As we've said, a anything can be a ladle if you add a handle. And a redneck can become a ladle if they have a rat tail. And that's a tiny ladle, you know? Yeah. But a lot of I think that it has to be a redneck. Reds. It has to be a redneck that didn't wash his hair. It's very stiff hair for it to yeah. be a ladle. So uh, stiff hair, that's one hell of an insult. Look at this guy. Hey, great stiff hair, you fucking dick whistle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love that. Feel the bone fall off the penis. What was it? Feel the penis fall from the bone. Feel the muscles separate from the penis bone. <laughs> feel the stretch, feel the burn. Massage your liver with your mind. Um, this has been so much fun having you in my it's life so and coming in and, and doing here. Can we please uh, have people uh Please send in your maskers questions. Yeah, and, and sorry we don't everybody. get to all of them, but we're going to get to them. We're going to do an all maskers episode pretty soon because well, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, we're also, like it looks like we're pretty much going to do this Kansas City thing, it looks like. Yeah, it's it seems like we're looking at doing, this is very exciting for us, we're looking at doing September 19th through the 21st or the 22nd, September, this month. No, 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 I think that's wrong. I think it's the 26th through the 29th. Oh, it is. It is. If you want it, the 19th through the 21st, please join me for Liz Rose's wedding. That's a friend of uh, (laughs) my lady friend, Herb Herber. Uh, And, you know, they're getting hitched. 
Uh, I don't know where it is, but if you can find it, you're welcome to come. Uh, they have a vegetarian option. It's just gravel. It's just mm, a plate of yeah. goddamn gravel. Yeah. So no, but they Cash have great treadmills at that wedding. Great treadmills. Delicious treadmills. Don't eat gravel on a treadmill uh, unless you want to be running in a driveway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to get out of here immediately. The twenty. He's right. September twenty sixth through the twenty eighth or ninth. Cash and I will be appearing together on the doing, same stage at Stanford yeah. and Sons Comedy Club in Kansas City, Kansas. We'll be doing near the world famous comedy. NASCAR track. Yeah, there's stand up comedy. Yes, there's probably yeah. going to be a mother fucking live podcast taping. Look out for it. You can get more on Stanford and Sons Comedy yeah. And you know what? <laughs> we we will. I mean, we're both going to be doing stand up too. This might be a good time for a summit. Because that's about the middle of the country. We should probably get everyone there. The I'm whole be, 12 and a half. I'm going to be rip-tickling. And you're saying, well, isn't it rib-tickling? It's like, no, I'm ripping the muscle mass Let's around turn that into ribs. a Woodstock feel, feel type. Let's burn. turn that feel into the a... the muscles fall the from the ribs. from the bone. As it's ripped in a rib-tickle. Um, get your body bags together and get out there. It's going to be... Let's have that be the Woodstock of uh, cashing in with TJ Moore. We're Barr. signing ladles Let's have everybody. We're and be we're signing pissing ladles. in cradles. We'll be Let's pissing in cradles. This is Storm Flank Whistle. And this is the ur- Weather Channel signing off. This is this is urinating into a bassinet.com. <laughs> this is Enrique Jimmy Jack Jimmy John for TNT Sports. This is Chinese Weather Ball saying goodnight. Saying goodnight. This is signing off. This is Bob Flapperbottom. <laughs> Flapperbottom. TNT News. I, I've got one, but I'm not going <laughs> to share it. All right, let's turn this treadmill on and see. Have you ever uh, ran on a treadmill with another fellow sort of close behind you? No, let's I call do it, it right I now. call it a, a chase mill. All right, here we go. Now leaving Nerdist.com.